Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Coop and Celebrity Line to be joined by our Blues and Backstreet Boys insider for Ooh. the Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? Oh, doing well. It's funny. I've brought my little son into the station so many times that uh, Tanner was just putting me on the air and, and my little guy's in the in the back seat and he said, is that Tanner? Are you talking to Tanner? <laughs> He's all excited. Tanner's a star. JR, I got a question for you. We yes, just sir. had a conversation on the junk drawer. And it was about a, a gentleman who drank a beer through a hot dog. We all agreed that's pretty disgusting. Yeah, that's the correct response, But Jared. is it disgusting, JR, if you do the same act with a beer with a bratwurst? I Go. Under, I don't get why this would change anything for you. Uh, I think I could do, well, I think I could do the beer brat, yeah. So I mean, saying, obviously, they I, I pound beer brats at barbecue, yeah, so I don't see why I couldn't. That's different, JR. You're, same thing. you're sucking through, God, there's no good way to say this. You're, you're, you're <laughs> sucking yeah, you through the bratwurst, <laughs> and you're drinking the beer. You're not just eating a bratwurst with beer on it. But you're missing it. You're injecting beer into the bratwurst, and you're drinking it, but yeah. then you eat the bratwurst. I think not only would I do it, what? it sounds like heaven. See? Thanks, oh, JR. God. Thanks, JR. See, I just needed to make sure there was someone else who was intelligent out there like me. <laughs> you know who would not do that, JR? There's no chance he would do it. It's Brian O'Reilly. And you've got a great piece on Brian O'Reilly over on the athletic. Listen, man, he's. I, I did my best. He gave me lemons. I, I cut them and squirted them in your eye. Uh, JR. <laughs> Uh, Go ahead and cut that sound bite. <laughs> so Brian O'Reilly, interesting character, huh? Yeah, and you, it's funny. Yeah, I would not mention the uh, beer brat thing in front of Brian O'Reilly because uh, I found that over the years that uh, when I'm around these people who are involved in pro sports, especially the uh, the players, I try not to mention my uh, eating habits in front of them because uh, – I'll never forget one time. Uh, it was after a game, so it's got to be, what, 9.30, 9.45 at night, and we're at Doug Waite's locker stall, and he goes, uh, hey, guys, can you hang on a minute for the interview? Let me call my wife and see if I can get something you know, ready for to eat when I get home. And uh, he goes, yeah, honey, hey, yeah, um, could you get a, a trout and just throw the trout in? And I'm like, who, who, who does a trout at 9.45, 10 o'clock at night? Like, I might be stopping by Taco Bell, and he's ordering a uh, trout from his wife. So, yeah, don't mention what you eat to these people, including uh, Brian O'Reilly. But, yeah, fun chat with him. I uh, went out uh, a couple weeks ago, in fact, uh, to CBC High School. 
to the auditorium. There was a seminar, Brian O'Reilly. He's a high performance coach for the past 40 years, a high performance life coach, you know, not to get that confused for people. You know, he's not a trainer where he goes out and conditions athletes. He helps them with the mental side of sports. And he gave a great seminar, probably about two hours, 45 minutes, had a good audience. Ryan blues captain was, was there and, you know, could attest to all the things that Brian's been preaching for years and years. But basically guys, the gist of the article is, you know, he says, Hey, let's put athletes in an environment where they feel wanted, needed, loved, you know, enough of the authoritative, you know, coaching style. Let's take things, which this is a long shot. You know, it's, it's hard and to think about in pro sports that it could ever get to something like this, but let's make coaching inquiry based. You know, what did, what, what, what's quality look like? What can I do better? Did you see that quality that I put out on the ice last night? Let's duplicate that as opposed to tearing athletes down for the way that they played. That's interesting, Jer, because when people think of Craig Berube, they think of the hard-nosed, angry coach who's shouting the whole time, but they kind of don't see the whole thing with Craig Berube when you hear the players talk about it. The one thing that I was thinking of when I was reading that article is how much do you believe that the Ryan O'Reilly mindset, which is that calming presence, has affected that team in that locker room? I think it's had a big effect, and, you know, it didn't make the article, but uh, Ryan O'Reilly, got to be careful with those two names there. Ryan O'Reilly uh, made a few comments, uh, Alex, about how he's used his father's teachings all these years inside the Blues locker room, and, and he talked about uh, it, it takes place every day. There are situations uh, where he makes a bad play, and he's got to tell himself to forget that picture quality. I know I'm a good player. That's when his dad chimed in and said, no, you're not. Everybody <laughs> <And laughs> to laugh at the seminar. And, and he said, i got to remember that I'm a good player, and, and when I focus on what I've done wrong, it clouds my head. I disappear for a period and a half, two periods, and uh, I don't get my game back. And, and so I try to listen to what my dad says and picture what quality looks like. Another thing that did make the article – Ryan O'Reilly says that uh, there are situations, you know, a couple times a week, a month, where, you know, the coach might bicker at a player, the player bickers back, and we don't see it, but Ryan O'Reilly takes that player aside, hey, you know, what happened there? Well, he said this, well, you know, are you drifting away? Are you, are you being part of the team here? Are you worried about yourself? Are you being selfish? Let's picture the team. And so he uses some of these things uh, and that approach with these players wearing the seat. That's interesting. I I feel like especially, like, I, I in – Pro sports, JR, it's hard for me to imagine a scenario, like you said, where this becomes the norm, unfortunately, or I, I mean, I just don't, I don't know that we can see that, but especially in like youth sports, this feels like something that absolutely should be implemented. Like I'm sure there's a million different listeners right now that are listening to this and they're saying like, Hey, I've got a coach for my kids that absolutely does not follow that formula. And it's the, the beating them down to eventually hopefully build them back up. This feels like something that could be implemented, though, in the at the youth level at a minimum. If you get a chance and you're an athletic subscriber, please read the article for nothing. If, if it's nothing else, read it for that. He, he mentions three or four uh, approaches with the, the young kids. And, guys, I've learned something, you know, since I left the, the seminar that night. Just a couple quick hits here. One is, uh, you know, every hockey practice I'm taking my son to, I'm saying, skate hard, play hard, skate hard, play hard. Well, he and I are sitting in the auditorium listening to Brian O'Reilly, and Brian says, and you folks out there, you know, the dads, the moms, you're taking your kid to practice, and you tell him, play hard. Do you think he doesn't want to play hard? <laughs> let, him, let him picture what playing hard looks like. Let, let, 
let him picture what that quality looks like. And it was funny. My nine-year-old did look up at me and say, see, he's telling you to do that too. So, <laughs> so I had to, I had to back off. And you know, another thing, a lot of times you'll sit, uh, you'll sit in a, in a hockey bleacher and you hear a lot of the parents talking about, you know, giving uh, the players a dollar, $2 for a goal and assist. And, and Brian O'Reilly, you know, said, Hey, that's just external stuff. Don't cloud their head, let them go and just have fun and enjoy it. So a number of things that he talks about at the youth level. And, and most of all, most importantly, guys, he said, uh, you know, every parent is looking for uh, a team, a coach who's push, 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 go, go, go. And he said, you're going to burn the kid out. Find people who love the game, love teaching and want to teach your kid to play and enjoy the game. It's a phenomenal piece. So people need to go check it out on the athletic. And since we're talking about the O'Reilly's Jerry, I got a question about Brian's son, Ryan, Last year, in all reality, it was a good season still for Ryan O'Reilly, but it wasn't what it was that first season or even the second season, which was shortened due to to, uh, uh, the pandemic and then starting back up in the bubble. We know that Ryan O'Reilly went through a little bit of a COVID spell that carried over and really stuck with him for a majority of the season. But do you feel like the Blues are looking at this upcoming season with O'Reilly struggles and Braden Shen's injury and saying, we believe that there is more here from those two individuals than what we had last season? Yeah, I think so. I think you can look at that forward group up front and they had the nine twenty goal scores. And look, you know, I've heard you guys talk about it. Does Barbashev get back to that level? You know, you know, probably not. Maybe he can get you 15, 20. Uh, but some of these guys, David Perron, he's gone. He got you 27. So you're going to have to replace that. I do think a healthy Shen, and you know, you, you cross your fingers for a situation like that because uh, last year he was banged up the three separate rib injuries that he dealt with. Even though he did get the twenty, you know, perhaps he can be more of a factor on a regular basis. And, and Ryan O'Reilly, yeah, he went through a spell and obviously missed some time with uh, COVID, and, and perhaps was bothered by it a lot longer than we all originally uh, thought. Uh, but uh, what was that? The final day of the regular season, he gets two and gets to twenty. So you know, that was that was fun for him to join that group. But I think big picture. Yeah. He's still only 31 years old guys. You know, I know we probably think of him a little bit older in, in our heads, but uh, he's not in his mid thirty. He's still uh, got a few years, I think in this league left to be able to produce at a high level. So, you know, are you going to get 25 out of Ryan O'Reilly anymore? Probably not. But I do think the two guys you mentioned, Shannon O'Reilly, you can get some uh, more consistent play from and should help that forward group in the absence of David Braun. Final question that I've got for our Blues insider for The Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford. JR, I know everybody right now is talking about Albert Pujols, and you're no exception. And uh, I know, I think it was a week ago now, you were able to go out to the game and you and your son watched Albert as he hit another home run. What's your experience been like this summer as you and your kids are able to watch Albert, I mean, do what he's been doing now for at least the last month and a half, two months? It's just amazing, you know, covering professional sports, you do see these moments, you know, you're in Boston for game seven of the Stanley Cup, and, you know, you're just blessed and you pinch yourself to be able to, to be in that position. You know, fortunately, from the baseball side of things, I've been able to sit in the stands and, and watch it all unfold with Albert. But I'll tell you what, it was last week, you know, summer break is winding down, and I think I was uh, listening to 101, and it might have been an update saying, hey, there's a day game today, and I didn't know that, you know, the game's at 12:15 today, and and this was like 10, 10, 30 in the morning. And I said, you know what, you know, just I'm dropping everything. We all tell ourselves to soak it up and, you know, enjoy the moment, but we're so busy that we don't, you know, sometimes I'll tell myself I need to write this article or I need to transcribe that interview. So I don't have time to drop everything and go to the game. But that particular day I bought the tickets. My nine-year-old son was super stoked. We went down to the game. 
We sat in the left field bleachers, and I'll never forget it. So Brendan Donovan, I think he was two for two as the pinch hitter at that point, if I'm not mistaken. You know, who thinks that Pujols is going to pinch hit for him, even though it's six, seven, nothing at that point. But everybody rose to their feet, and we didn't know what was going on. And then we pick up on the fact that Pujols is coming into the game. I'm standing up with my son, and we watch you know, hit him hit a, a home run into left field, and we scream for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll never forget that moment. It was worth every, you know, second, every dollar, everything to go down there and watch that moment. We're talking about it today as you guys had that good segment on uh, earlier. I said, Eli, look, we did that. How enjoyable. That was so much fun. And uh, I'm sure it beats any, you know, interview that I could have transcribed last week, uh, you know, doing some work instead of taking him down to the stadium. So. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And a lot of people in the listening audience right now have a story just like that, where they they took their little one to uh, Bush Stadium this year, and they had a memory they'll they'll never forget, both for them and, and for the kid. It's it's really cool that you were able to do that. Jr. We'll talk with you again next week, man. Appreciate the time as always. Thanks, boys. Talk to you later. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.